90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Oh, hey. <laughs> great to see you, ladies. Great. Great. <laughs> yes, great. How Amazing. are you guys? We're good. Good, good. Yeah, I knew that we were very excited to see one another last week because um, our show was like 49 minutes. <laughs> and so, most of it was just, oh my gosh, how was your trip? Yeah, so to anyone who was listening and or watching, we appreciate you hanging in for the almost extended version or the actual extended remix version. The remix. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going down to 30 minutes this week. Yeah, we're going to get it, get things in line. Don't worry. Yep. Don't worry. We yep. know what we're doing. Yep. Okay. <laughs> We like to believe we do. Yeah, we like to believe that a lot. (laughs) Um, So we're all good and we're good to go. And uh, some fun stuff to get to today with regard to um, uh, what some of our favorite 90s names are up to. Uh, And speaking of names, if I were just to say Denzel is going to get, you know, the armor treatment, you'd know exactly who I was talking about, right? Yep. Yep. Because it's Denzel. He's a one name wonder. Denzel Ooh, Miller, on of course. One name wonder. <laughs> <laughs> the one and only Denzel Miller. Denzel Miller. He's super, super hardcore. Denzel Miller from accounting. Uh, we're going to tell you which OG Latina is getting honored. And also there's news from um, George Michael's longtime physician slash friend who says that maybe George knew he was going to die. Really? Yeah, so that's kind of kind of big stuff. I figured we should start there because there's no shortage of moments where you see George Michael's name, uh, as in like, you know, being on the uh, fan vote list for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and getting a lot of votes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you think, man, I miss that guy. So this doctor alluded to a few things about the last appointment that he had with uh, with George Michael and that he had a like a sparkle in his eye. And he said, you know, he went on to say that sometimes people um, know that their number's up and they just have like a peacefulness about them. And and maybe that was the case for George. There's a lot of this article that I did not like. Is that, so you said it was his friend or only his doctor? Well, he's been going to him for like 26 years, right, Kel? Mm -hmm. Friends, But like once a year or like every other week? Good question. Good question. I don't think he, he don't didn't know get into details about how often that he went, but he said Because I've like, known my doctor 10 years, and I wouldn't say she's my friend. No. You know? yeah. <laughs> and what she puts on he that rubber that... glove, Adam? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not yet. We didn't go there yet. <laughs> it's years. coming for you, she has to be a really good. She has to be a really good friend for the <laughs> <laughs> sound. <laughs> um, this guy went on to say, well, he said he established sort of some history in that uh, he was introduced to him by the singer of Spandau Ballet, Martin Kemp. And um, he, he referred to him also ribbing George at one of the last appointments or meetings that they had about having put on some weight, which I thought, I don't know if George Michael was happy about putting on weight because sometimes you put on weight when you're not happy. Sometimes you put on weight when you are happy too. That's true. But uh, he said he, he, he said there was like a bit of an Elvis vibe going on. I'm like, Elvis really? was not happy at the end either. And or healthy. <laughs> and or healthy, exactly. Yep. So I didn't like that part because it felt sort of like almost too inside, but not inside enough, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't like that he mm-hmm. said he would make fun because like, 
knowing that we all know from whatever thing you've seen, like George was always concerned, it sounds like, of his weight at some yeah. level. It's, and I felt sort of I was sort of analyzing, why don't I like it? You know, like I don't know George Michael, but I sort of I felt like protective of him almost, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, well, did, do you remember when he did pass away? They they showed pictures um, in certain publications, like kind of like the last time they saw George or whatever. And yeah. it was like these really um, not very well lit shots because I think he'd been in a restaurant. And so you only yeah. really saw silhouettes and like all that stuff. But yeah, like he looked way, um, you know, bigger than we would have seen him. Like the last time I think I actually saw him really was when he was doing some of his Symphonica stuff, like on, right. you know, and then I think the last time I really saw him speak was when he had that health scare, like the massive health scare in 2011, and then got out of the hospital and did a little impromptu press conference, like on the the, the lawn or whatever, talking about mm-hmm. how he was super grateful to come through. And then, yeah, I would have seen him, I guess, too, when he performed White Line uh, at the 2012 Olympics. Okay, so all you said was before 2012? What, what do you mean? You mean the accident? Was that before 2012? His accident? Yeah, it was 2011. I think it was tail end of 2010, 2011. And he spent how long, Sharon? Many, like a long time trying to recover, right? From that pneumonia mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that lasted a while. And so, but that was like the last, away, like 2012, I guess, in 2016? was the last time I saw George, I think, like live on stage at the Olympics. And then I think, again, I saw some YouTube videos of Symphonica. But then, yeah, some sometime between 2012 and 2016, he put on that added weight and then, yeah, did not look healthy in those badly shot fit- uh, photos. And four and the- years is a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. Mm-hmm. And, you know, th- those those pictures have no real commitment to actually making you look good, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and almost the worse you look, the better for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it sells more rags. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think ultimately the reason why at least I don't like it is because it doesn't change the fact that he's gone. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and I kind of like when it comes to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I I'm kind of coming around to the idea that everybody will get in. Meaning, I don't, uh, I don't take away anybody's um, desire to get in or eligibility to be acknowledged in that way. I think that they probably should amend the name of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame just because of how they. Uh, maintained a focus of rock for so long and then it just seemed that once management or once the board changed uh the the um operating board changed that everybody's in do you know what i mean and it went from you know how could you know like um uh, dion warwick thinking she should get in and again no no offense to her she's she's fantastic she's got such a place in music history but does she have a place in rock history do you know what I mean? It, it brings on those conversations. But at the same time, I'm happy that George Michael is getting the attention that he's getting mm-hmm. at this time. I love George. I love George. Love and, you, George. And uh, as we've discussed before, I literally miss him. Like, there's not art. There's really not many artists, I think. Like, well, first of all, in my in my feelings and opinions, like, I don't miss artists like I miss George. Like, I really miss him. think it's a travesty that he's not recording anything right now. Yeah, because he would have... Uh... If everything was, you know, in an ideal world, he would have, he would have, you know, sang into his later years mm-hmm. and would have. He would have been great. such a stud muffin in his seventies. <laughs> oh my gosh! You think of like uh, Tony Bennett and how smooth he yep. has always been, yep. and I think George would have been in that category. Mm. Love George. Ah, uh, 
R.I.P. George. <laughs> Uh, so let's uh, let's brighten the mood a bit and get into some trivia. How about that? Let's do it. I'm down. Nineties <laughs> now. Trivia. Bing bong. It's interesting, Sharon, that you said like let's get into a better mood. I'm not sure you guys will, because in case you get these wrong. <laughs> yeah, <Uh-oh>. good point. <laughs> Used to be one fun. of us is getting. In, in, I'll be in a great in mood. A don't mood. you worry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we'll start with the tough one first, which is art and literature. Oh, no. Literature. <laughs> Literature. Um, in which year did Tony Kushner's play Angels in America make its Broadway debut? Sharon. Go, Sharon. 1997. No, but you look you look thoughtful and pained all at the same time. And confident, right? <laughs> yeah. And wrong, so, ultimately. I have no idea, but for the sake of it, Sharon thinks it's in the late 90s, so I'll go with uh, 1999. Uh, incorrect. 1993. Uh, uh, boo. <laughs> boo. Boo the angels. Boo. We'll see if, um, if Rachel, because Rachel always like tries hard to get the, the, uh, the trivia. So we'll see what she comes up with. By the way, get it, Rachel. Uh, poor Rachel. Just quick sidebar. So you know how we talked last week about, um, Hugh Grant and I was very upset about how he handled Ashley Graham. Rachel actually wrote that um, North Americans or Americans, I can't remember how she phrased it, that we don't understand his humor. And uh, he's just like that. And it doesn't mean anything. So I think that's hilarious. I appreciate his crustiness. I think he had a little extra crust on his crusty. Yeah. Well, I just I, I, I really like, you know, and Rachel sort of mentioned that she was asking fluffy questions, Ashley. But like that is the role of the red carpet. Like they're not asking you, uh, right. you know, world peace questions. So um, thank goodness. And I just think he was <laughs> he was like, I, I personally don't think he was. I just think he was being nasty to her, like, you know, curmudgeonly, I guess, is the better way to say it. Um, and I really didn't like when he shook his head at her. So like, no, nope, mm-hmm. not having it. Um, but Rachel. Love you. All right. Uh, Pop culture question. Here we go. Which fast food chain had the, quote, kids club? Sharon? Adam? (laughs) Okay, Sharon, go first. (laughs) McDonald's. You look pained and thoughtful all at the same time. And I just don't want to be wrong. Right. You're wrong. Adam? Ah! I'm so glad you're wrong because that was I was going for. Um, Burger King. <laughs> Burger had the King, kids it club. is, little Adam. Yay! I don't remember the kids' club though. Me like, neither. What, but what was it? Do you, were they still doing the thing, Adam, when you were little? Because I know when I was a kid, uh, they were still doing like you could go to Burger King and get the fake paper hat thing, like the king hat, the crown. Oh uh, yeah. Truth be told, I think I've been to Burger King twice <laughs> in my life. Like, I remember when I was young, I remember going once, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my God, I've never been to Burger King. This is the first time we were always at McDonald's, and now we're at Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I probably went another time, but yeah. yeah. So, funny story, last year, because uh, we do this thing with my my nieces and my nephew, that when it's their birthday, they get their birthday money, they get their birthday card, and then they get um, a day or like several hours out with uh, Auntie Elaine and Auntie Kiki, which is like an activity and uh like supper do they get to pick what they do or do you force no them they to pick do something? it <laughs> but it's funny that sharon would say that because she knows the control freak that i am but uh no they come pick. on we're going to have some organized happiness yes. <laughs> i'm not gonna lie sometimes i help steer the ship if i feel there is dissension in the ranks i uh, 
<laughs> I start to sh- stir the shit. But anyways, he um he goes to me, Tyson, last year he goes, uh he's like, uh, Kiki, can we go to Burger King? And I was like, sure. But then there is no Burger King in my area anymore. Like there used to be one and it's gone. So, uh, <laughs> so Auntie Elaine and I looked and we found one 30 minutes from us. <laughs> So, actually, more like 35 in St. Jerome, and I know that you two will know where that is. I know and, where it um, is. And this was still during uh, COVID times, of course. So, because we did find also one in Laval, which, again, kind of that 25, 30-minute mark for us. The one in Laval seemed to say that the dining room wasn't open still. So, like, uh, we were like, okay, we can't go there. And dining room is a is a lofty term for... <laughs> yes, it's a big stretch. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the dining room at the uh, St. Jerome one was supposed to be open. So we haul butt over there, and uh, we get there, fair May, and so oh, which means close. Oh no! And no. So Tyson goes well, like, and I should say it was open, but only for drive-through pickup, right? So right. no dining room experience. And again, I use that lightly. So he's mm-hmm. like, "Well, I guess we'll just go to McDonald's." <laughs> And I'm like, <laughs> I have two McDonald's, 12 minutes from my house. So. <laughs> We're going back. Yes. The good at news least is I'm we looking also... at the map. I'm looking at the map of where the Burger King is. And good news, the McDonald's was literally next door. Which we did go to was the, uh-huh. the, the McDonald's next door. But anyways, that's my fun uh, story. So I've not been, I think, to Burger King also in 12 years. So. Wow. Burger King, I don't remember last time I went. Though I do remember one time going on a... Um, um, it was a stagette, like a, a bachelorette party. Is that, it called uh, a stagette? And back then it was called that, yeah. Huh. Um, the ultimate was that she was a bachelorette and it was a party for her to, you know, have one last hurrah before she became the old ball and chain. <laughs> so uh, this was the night that uh, we did upside down flaming Sambuca shots at the bar. Wow. <laughs> Which, if you're unaware of what that is, it means you sit at the bar with your back toward the bar, then you lie back, then the bartender pours Sambuca in your mouth, sets it on fire, and then taps your forehead to close your mouth. And that's upside down flaming Sambuca shot. So you, he lights it on fire, you close your mouth, you sit up, you swallow the warmed liqueur. I would love to do that. It's life affirming because there's fire shooting <laughs> yeah. out of your mouth. And this is not a decision that you've made, you know, before having a few nope, drinks. it just happens. <laughs> it's after a few <laughs> drinks and you're like, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> you know, whenever I do something a bit crazy, I'm always like, you just got to trust the professionals. They know what they're doing. Yeah. This is safe. <laughs> but if it's 2 and if it's two a.m. in a bar. <laughs> yeah. Well, we ended up the, at Burger uh, King after that. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and how'd that go, Sharon? Well, at a certain point in a night like that, you're you're less picky about uh, what's going to fill your belly. How was the so, dining room? <laughs> the dining room was exquisite. I love it. I love it. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good the decisions made at the bar, Sharon. Oh, by the way, I was listening to, um, and maybe you know this because you had told me that several years ago you went, you, you have a few tattoos on mm-hmm. your person. And didn't you tell <laughs> yeah. me? That you ended up getting, um, was it nauseous or weak at some point? Because like when he was doing it. Because they didn't eat. Right. I was I was last in the group to go and I didn't have any sustenance. Like yeah. we started there at four in the afternoon and by the time it was my turn, it was like quarter to 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. 
And so swept right through dinner. All I had had was water. And uh, so we had to get crackers in. Because I was listening, to, I was listening to a, a podcast, and they were talking about it was actually with AJ McLean and uh, Lance Bass, and they were talking about when AJ went to go get um, some tattoos, and uh, or a tattoo that time, but he was with two other people, and mm-hmm. the two other people ended up needing that they, when the tattoo artist showed up, he had brought these like sugar pills or sugar cubes and apparently that's a thing because oftentimes when people get um tattoos they their blood their blood sugar drops or something yeah i guess because you're sense. being like you Cut. know so, yep. so he's like he didn't need them but his both of his friends needed these sugar pills so that they didn't like pass out or whatever so i thought of you yeah, immediately. That, i could have used it i could have it used totally that. happened to me once i was given a uh like a um an apple juice juice because mm-hmm. i was yeah i was i i, I stood up from the chair and like I just saw, I felt my whole body. <laughs> I just fall. Yeah. I fell back down on the chair, and uh, somebody helped me. But it's yeah, an awful feeling mm-hmm. because yeah. otherwise you're you're you know you got your faculties and everything's fine, yep. but physically you're like your body's going ah no. Yeah. <laughs> physically your body's giving you the crystal waters. Yeah. Uh, nope. <laughs> back to you, Sharon. All right, so it's a big uh, felicidades. To Gloria Estefan, that's a congratulations on Espanol, by the way. Felicidades to Gloria Estefan, because she's going to be inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame in June. Bravo. So what's really cool is that she's the um, the first Latina female <laughs> to be inducted. Amazing. Totally. Like, she's got everything else. She's got the Grammys. Wow. She got the Kennedy Center Honor. She got the Presidential Medal of freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got the glory of sitting on top of the charts on a number of occasions with a bunch of our favorite songs. And now this. It's a very, very cool and humble. Come on. We're talking about Gloria Estefan. She is the um, she is the person that when asked, why do you think it took so long that she would respond? Well, every year they take only five or six people and there's so many incredible artists. <laughs> she has a point. Mm. Yeah. So like it has nothing to do with you know, I should have been in sooner. It's none of that. She's just, hey, this is it. And she's happy to be in. Now, what's also cool about her and the Miami Sound Machine is that when she joined the band, um, they were just doing straight up Latin stuff. So she brought that pop angle to it. And man, oh, man, did that work. Right? That They have one yeah. of the coolest names ever, like Gloria Estefan and the si- Miami Sound Machine. It's like, boom, boom. And it works. You yeah. know, like, yeah. you know, you're going to get that experience of complete Miami, like uh, uh, Latino, just fun. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. And I've been to Miami. Kelly, you've been to Miami, have you not? I've been nearby. Nearby? Adam, have you been to Miami? I still need to go there. You do need to go there because it's beautiful, but also because she's got a restaurant there. Oh, is it called Estefan's? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> it is called uh, Estefan's Kitchen. Yes. Is it? That's- yeah. Yeah, we had uh, mojitos there. Also very good. That's a all lot of this podcast is about alcohol. <laughs> no, we had food too. <laughs> there was food, I guess, but the mojitos. <laughs> Did you have um, your favorite mahi mahi, Sharon? The fish so nice they named it twice. Yeah. <laughs> it's just because one time you said that um, your better half got decided to eat mahi mahi before yeah. on a plane. <laughs> At the end of our like our last day, and it was in Miami, and we went to this kind of a diner place, a really upscale diner, but she's like, I'm going to have the mahi-mahi. I'm like, interesting choice. (laughs) 
<laughs> Fast forward I... to end of the day where she was not feeling good at all. <laughs> and I I'm, I sound like I'm giving an I told you so tone because I am. Yeah. But she was super sick and we had to fly. So it was not good. Oh, my God. Don't Can have the Mahisaki on flight day. <laughs> Gloria Estefan is reported to be worth $500 million. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, she has um, serious... They almost... Remember, Sharon? They almost bought the Miami Dolphins, I think it was. Like, oh, yeah. Her and her husband. So they have interests, I think, in many different areas uh, that they use their entertainment money to build up in. Like, I think they're into real estate also. So Smart. that $500 million does not surprise me at all zero. Like, her and her husband have been very smart with their money, from what I gather. Good for them. Yeah. yeah. Bravo. Really cool. And her yeah. daughter sings too, right? Her daughter. Yeah. Daughter Why am I sings. forgetting? And the kid's name, if, first of all, she had her son, whose name also escapes me, but he was like older. And then the daughter was like, like, I don't know if the daughter's five or six years younger, or even seven, eight from the son, yeah. but there was a big difference. Yeah. In, uh, and I believe also that her daughter belongs to our team. Really? Yep. Well then. What team is that, Sharon? <laughs> The gays? The Mahi Mahi gays. The Mahi Mahi gays. Emily Estefan. She was born in uh, 1994. Can you see when She would be 28 years old. When was her son born? Uh, Let me hit back. Let me go on. Naib Estefan. Yeah. I believe that's how we might pronounce his name. Oh, he looks older. Yeah, he's 42 years old. Yeah. So So he was born in 1980. Wow. Yeah, so I knew there was a huge... 14 years older. Yeah, there we go. I knew there was a huge difference. Yeah. Yep. Wowza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And I want to well. say that uh, Emily either came out or discussed her coming out on, remember when they had their own Red Table Talk, the Estefan Red Table Talk or something? With with Jada? their own, like, yeah, like, you know how Jada has Red Table Talk? Like, they had the Estefan b- version or something. Oh, oh, I see. No, I, don't I don't know. I don't, I, I I don't I know that. that that's still going, actually, but they had it. And I'm pretty sure Emily discussed... Uh, her coming out story there. I don't know how to get out of that conversation. Uh, go to being sleep, clunky, Sharon. But I'll just, <laughs> just go. I'll say it. this. Denzel. Den- uh, <laughs> Denzel Miller. Denzel. My safe word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Denzel Washington. Like, because everybody knows his, you, you just know it's him. Anyways, to be sure, mm-hmm. Denzel Washington has got some plans for his next film. At this point, he's still in conversation, t- still in talks about uh, starring in the sequel to Gladiator. Gladiator 2. So, sidebar, there's still some time to work on that title. Um, <laughs> it would be directed by uh, Ridley Scott. And what's cool is that uh, Denzel has done a few films with Ridley Scott's late brother, Tony. So there's probably some connection already there. So hopefully the uh, conversations will go well and we'll get to see a really cool movie with Gladiators and Denzel. I think that about would be that. nice. Did you watch uh, the original? That was a 2000 with... Um... Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Yeah, and there was some there's weird storylines. I mean, that time in history is a bit uh, yeah weird. Well, and Joaquin you know? Phoenix was in that also. Remember? Was yes. he? Well, and he had like a sexual relationship with his sister. Yeah. That was that's what lot. I mean sorry, by weird. Sorry, Sharon. That's Game of Thrones. Wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was the original that's Game of Thrones. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was funny because I think, and I'm not sure if it's in the article I sent you, but. Um, when I spoke about this on on the air on my show, 
I think I remember saying that I knew it came out in 2000, and I think it was something like it brought in 430 or 450 million worldwide, which wow. seems low even for the time because it was a really good movie and it was a blockbuster, right? So, mm-hmm. um, but I really liked it. it. I also, it, was... it also won Best Picture. Didn't it? it won five Academy Awards? Yeah, I think it was up for nine. It won five of them. So it's very good. Yeah, it was very good. And like Russell Crowe was in such amazing shape for that. It was like bananas. But the money, that's a, the, that amount of money for that time is a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still it's a lot now, but like by those standards, it's quite a lot. Oh, yeah, a million percent. But uh, it was, um, they must have spent a, a bucket load of money on it too to get it produced, right? Because like they had all those like costumes, like those, you know, the, of the gladiator era or whatever. So cod pieces and stuff. That's a lot. <laughs> Depending on who you are, it's a lot. That Sometimes it's not a lot. My situation in life. <laughs> you need a cod. Bless you, Adam. You need a cod Thank piece you. to minimize the chafing. <laughs> you don't want chafing to wreck your gladiator game. Okay. <laughs> if there's any takeaway from this show, you don't want chafing to take away from your gladiator game. Who's tired? Anyone? Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Sharing the nappy? clip of the week for this week on Nineties Now. All right, you guys. (laughs) Now that we're getting to know each other, how about we do a 90s rewind? Let's do it. I think it's about time. (laughs) (laughs) We'll go back to the year that Emily Estefan was born, 1994. I would rather that year be referred to the year I was born, but okay. Okay, well, let's... We'll go back to the year that our mighty Adam was born, 1994. (laughs) Uh, spring was springing, and the music, oh my god, it was good. Tony Braxton, come on, Tony Braxton, talking herself out of another one, right? Another tough situation. <laughs> Breathe again is the song. Some sound advice. Breathe again. Just was that good. to help alleviate the chafing? <laughs> <laughs> Just keep breathing. <laughs> Breathe is breathing and uh, powder. Yeah. <laughs> Harder to find Johnson and Johnson powder in Gladiator Times. But again, I digress. How about this then? Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. They had released a, a greatest hit CD and a couple of new songs on it, which was really cool, right? We mm-hmm. love that about greatest hits. You get, ooh, a couple of new songs. And then fun fact, one of those songs... Mary Jane's Last Dance would become another huge hit for them. And a fun video of, you know, dancing with a corpse. Peculiar. <laughs> or that. I mean, it's, it's, 1994 was a complicated time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the combo that kept on giving, kept the intro to Snoop Dogg going doggy style, alive, was gin and juice. Mm. See? See? <laughs> I can hear it in my head. <laughs> as oh. soon as the hands go up in the air and you're waving around like you just don't care, that's success. Yeah. Uh, Tevin Campbell's sweet voice was all over the radio with I'm Ready, which was the title track to his second album. At that point, he was 17 years old. What a cutie Ugh. patootie. Such a, his, his voice was just so perfect. Um, and our girl Cece Peniston. Ooh. I know. I'm in the mood from Thought You Knew. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. I listened. I was listening to that before. I was like, yeah, that's a shoulder shimmy. I am into it kind of yep. song. Yeah. Uh, and that's your 90s rewind. Nice. Um, Thank some you. listener mail. Um, we got a message from our favorite uh, dude from uh, 
New Zealand, Ginger Bear. Ginge. And hey, Ging. so uh, he had a message for Adam that said, watching Adam on last week's episode um, with Adam having his pen on his arm, I think you were doing this type of thing, Adam, where you were like doing something. Really? I had a weird tick where I was. Yeah, so you were doing that. Um, I, I'll say that he thought it was very exciting that you were doing that maneuver. <laughs> 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 so Adam you're a stud muffin you have to watch what you do on this show it's out there I, yeah clearly yeah <laughs> I will be uh, you'll see me be more uh, disciplined yeah well and uh, and then overall uh, some messages from the from the peeps saying how happy they were to have us back from vacation and uh, causing trouble once again so we appreciate that thank you yes. I've, I've found a famous lookalike for Adam if you grew your hair a little bit Adam I'm doing it at the moment well, you could end well, up looking slowly. like... slowly. It's been two months. I'm trying to, you know, have a little more, but... Okay, well, keep it growing long in the back. Okay. And uh, you could end up looking like Dan Fogelberg. <laughs> Is that like... Okay, Look at that! Bit. Look at him. Adam, do you see that? Uh, no, because... it. No, I can't. Oh. Move it to your right. Move your phone to your right. There you go. Huh. Okay, it needs to be a lot longer. If Adam does that, he's going to look like Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> I or, had my or Dan Fogelberg. Or Dan Either Fogelberg. one, they're interchangeable. <laughs> I was I was talking to my I was FaceTiming my mother the other day and I had a, like a hoodie on and she went, "Oh, you look like Jesus." Well, there we go. <laughs> and I didn't know if that was a comp- well, it was a compliment, but <laughs> Jesus in a hoodie. I was like, "I don't see it." Jesus on Casual Friday. <laughs> You should show up to our house like that on Easter, Adam. Because Good Friday wasn't that good for Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Casual Friday better. Yeah. I'll yeah. make sure I show up on Sunday, not Friday. Yeah. We'll be yeah. Okay. yeah. Really, uh, we have covered a lot yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and In the allotted time, though. Yes, exactly. Thank you for coming along for the ride, you guys. We appreciate, <laughs> we appreciate the feedback. So uh, keep the mail coming. Uh, any questions at any time? We may have answers. And if we don't have actual factual answers, we yep. will make them up. Yeah. And they will be good. We're good at that. So remember, powder for the chafing, <laughs> watch your cod piece, and uh, Jesus and Dan Fogelberg are long-lost <laughs> relatives of our mighty Adam. And that's it. That sums it up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And thank you for listening to 90s Now. Still happening.